Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Tim and Taos, right here in the morning on The Fan, served up by Perkins Restaurant and Bakeries, live here in the... Bryant and Stratton College Athletic Studios. Tim Allen, Baby Tosh, Bill Schmidt, and you guys, always welcome to join the conversation mm-hmm. uh, in a couple of minutes. Uh, colleague of ours, I think it's safe to say that. Yeah, for sure. Brother well, in broadcasting. Entercom brethren. Yeah, down in uh, Chicago at the score, Danny Parkins from McNeil and Parkins. Uh, interesting little excerpt we'll have for you leading into that conversation bears and uh and cubs cubs definitely Brewers some talk. cubs talk because yeah. this uh this rivalry some people now the two teams haven't faced each other for well over a month right the last time the been, a, faced been the cubs, a long while over beginning that beginning of yeah. june maybe yeah um so i think it's kind of died down the disdain for the chicago cubs by some people in the city uh, you and i just don't like the team in general at all i mean my grandmother could wear a cubs shirt and i would i'd make fun of her for it yep so it it doesn't matter who's in the jersey it doesn't matter the rizzo or brian or schwarber it's the damn c that i don't like it's just that whole world of cubs baseball that i and i never did even when they sucked for a million years i still didn't like them like a mild sedative listening to harry Carey in the afternoon and taking a nap i mean that's that's what it was it was just that's what it was and so we'll we'll talk to Danny uh, Parkins coming up here in just a couple of minutes. Last night you had your first taste of Packers football for the 2018 championship season. Everything go okay for you? Was it fired up? Almost melodramatic in a way. Mm-hmm. It's preseason, so you get fired up. You get on a few strip cards. That's probably the excitement level. Are people doing strip cards for a first preseason game? I would think. Uh, absolutely. I mean, I know you can get first and second half over and unders and all lines you could think of for a preseason game, so why not? Yeah, and and then it gets to be where you, you stop recognizing the names, and that's where things turn a little bit in your nighttime activities. Mm-hmm. You had a couple of beers? couple, yeah. I know you and I watched the game together. Mm-hmm. Ate some lasagna. couple of mixed drinks as well. Had had a couple of mixed drinks, but a couple of beers. Yep. Uh, nothing crazy because we're just easing ourselves into this. We still have a final push with the Brewer season on the post game. Uh, but I, I just I think the, the amount of alcohol consumed during a Packers game in the state of Wisconsin exponentially rises. Uh, for state beer sales, right? Oh, for sure. It's across, it's across the board. People get extra help at night. It's the night games I'm talking about. Day games, maybe a little different story. Night games, Thursday night, Monday night, Sunday night, whatever it is. Um, and I gotta, I have to admit that I fall into that pocket too. Of that's a Packard night game. 
right? Yeah, got it. I might as well. I'll have one or two. I'll have one or two. No, no, no. I plan it to where. Okay. See, now this we talked about the millennial and and the old time situation. Why? Why do people in your in the baby boomer generation feel the need that they need to plan out when they're going to drink? I'm going to drink on Tuesday. Yes. I'm going to start drinking at six twenty three. Yes. With one can of Miller High Life, twelve ounces. Yum. Why can't it just be, hey, man, you want a beer? Yeah, sure, I'll have one. Like, then pretty soon it's bar time. No, I drank, yeah. I drank four days ago. I can't until tomorrow. Yeah, right? Like, I'm not, no, I'm not trying to plan this out. I'm here. If, if we're going to drink, yeah, let's do it. Why not? But sure. it is, it, doesn't it go hand in glove, Packers night game and beer drinking in this state? Doesn't it? I can, yeah, but, I mean, I consider any sporting event a reason to drink. It's a little more of a reason on a Packers night game. Because there's a few, there's only a finite amount of them, three or four a year. Not many, right. Mm-hmm. So you do have to kind of plan plan of attack, that thing. And then by the third quarter, I will have had three beers, and that's when I will have one water, mix it in with one shot of Jack Daniels. Two ibuprofen. No. No? Just... When I and then when I need another one, yeah, I'll have another one. Or maybe I'm good. Maybe I'll maybe I'll take a little break. You just but wing I'm not, it. I'm not trying to like plan this out. Like then I'm going to I'm, I'm going to have two beers and then one vodka Red Bull. Well, no, you don't plan it out like that. But you plan out drinking. Like you, the, yeah. Well, I'm gonna drink. Uh, Packers like, hey, man, have a Sunday night game, so I'm gonna yeah. Just make sure we yeah get some grab some sure. beer. Make sure you I'll, grab the. I'm sorry. It's not a case of beer anymore, you millennials. 30 rack. A 30 rack. Yeah. That's it. When did a case go from 24 to 30, and when did it go from case to rack? Um, I think the 30 rack is more of I, – I didn't know if that was just uh, a localized thing when we were talking about it at school. And you know, Anybody grab a 30 rack? Yeah, I got one. Um, I think it's more that you have 30 of them because we like to play more drinking games nowadays. Okay. And it, it's so much easier when you got 30 beers, right? And then you got 60 if somebody else brings one that you can play like three games of Flip Cup and, and have Flip Cup be all good, right? You ever play Flip Cup? No. I know what it is. Okay, so you, you're you're not that? No, I know what it is. Now, how about Harvard? Never Harvard, heard of it. Harvard, great game. So Harvard, what you do is it's a mix between beer pong and Flip Cup, right? So you have teams of like six guys on each side. One, You have six cups lined up for beer pong, right? So you and I are head-to-head, our teams, your team is on the left side of the table, mine's on the right side of the table. You and I shoot, I hit a cup. I hit one of your six cups. You and I start drinking, finish the beer, flip the cup, get it onto the other side, and then our teams go. And if my team wins the race and flip cup, that cup gets pulled. If your team wins, it stays and we're even. That's a game where you need like four or five 30 racks. That's a lot of beer. For sure it is. So, see, like, for me, a plan to drink is, like, two hours. Just open-ended. Not, like, a week and a half. (laughs) Hey, on the 13th, come over at my house at 734, (laughs) and we're going to have a beer at 742. No, it's not like that. (laughs) No, but with our schedule, doing the post game, Mm -hmm. I think it does have to be a little planned out. Those second shift workers, you guys know what I'm talking about right uh what about quarters drinking game bounce the quarter into the cup yeah yeah we still play that one you do okay yes um did you guys ever play oh man there's just 
too many of them. So do you keep the beer in the refrigerator during the Packers game, or is it just out like the whole the whole thirty rack is just sitting in the living room? I've had it both ways. I'd prefer it to be in the fridge. I would because also, if say I got five or six people over, right, and then I finish, and then I'm like, "Hey, man, I'm going to get one. Anybody need one?" And then it encourages right. everybody else to say, "Oh yeah, I'll have yeah, one. Yeah, grab me Slam one. Slam this thing. All right, yeah. now we're all hanging out, getting another one in us. Right. So if it's right there, I feel like it's just, oh, it's casual. I'll grab one or whatever. I'm thinking the average uh, Packer fan cuddles with their thirty rack during the game. Might uh, <laughs> and and some nachos and chicken wings and and such. See now the food thing. There's just a final thing here before we take a break. The food thing that's that's a little confusing to me. Um, some people like to drink or eat one or the other. They'll do yes. them both. Mm-hmm. They'll do them both, but they, they won't do them together. That's me. I fall into that category. I'm gonna. I I don't like to eat until after the drinking's done. You're not gonna eat like any snacks or d'oeuvres while you're having a beer. Not really. It ruins the buzz. So like when you're eating dinner, you got a bur- you got a plate of chicken wings. You're not having a beer with that. No. I don't really? eat. I don't eat, and drink. I drink first, then eat. That's that's yeah. Is that an old thing? Well, maybe I understand it now because I'm looking at your shirt and your pants, and you got chocolate frosting all over it. Uh-oh. So maybe maybe we do have to focus one thing at a time. Right, right. One thing at a time. We'll eat the chicken wings, <laughs> then we'll crack the Bruce. Well, you're the one commenting on my damn uh, feet yesterday. That's because I get all the heat for wearing my flip-flops. Everybody, I'm a big flip-flop guy, right? You're over 300 pounds. I don't like wearing shoes. I sweat too much, right? So I have flip-flops on. And this man chastises me every single day. I just think it's gross you come in here without socks on. With with bare feet. With bare feet on, right? And who's who's wandering out here just socks and all? Just Just socks, but they're socks. Didn't even have shoes on when I left the house today. And it rained. Yeah. And then he's walking around here with these ugly-ass feet that look like they've been swollen for the last three weeks. I might have the worst feet in the world. I just might. I'm a three hundred over 300-pound okay. man. I think my feet are prettier than yours. Okay, what have we learned in this conversation? We learned that when you get old, your feet look ugly. Mm-hmm. We learned that millennials don't like wearing socks. No. Hate it. And we learned that drinking beer is part of Packers football. For sure. I would Sounds agree. good. Especially when you're doing a keg stand outside of a Packer-Viking game. Cubs, yeah, that was you. Night before Christmas Eve. Cubs, Brewers. Three degrees. Brewers. Just make sure you wear sliding shorts. Brewers and Cubs. This thing is just about ready to fire up to fierce intensity. We're going to have that conversation next. From someone that does what we do, they do it in Chicago, and they're a Cub fan. Stick around. The fireworks begin next on The Fan. We don't spend a lot of time on this show talking about the Brewers or how their lineup's doing or how their rotation's doing or how the Brewers are. We're not, we're not analyzing the Brewers like we analyze the Cubs. We could. I really became fond of that clown who's on the station in Milwaukee. I shouldn't call him a clown. He's got a, he's got a clownish name, and I can't even remember it. Bart. Our guy Bart Winkler. Bart Winkler. <laughs> Bart yes, Winkler. Game show host. No, he's a sports talker. Bart Winkler. I, I like the cut of his jib. If you'd like a conversation with a Bart Winkler, 
Taylor. I'm down for it, dude. I know you're down for it, Can dude. Can we make him a weekly just because? <laughs> Bart Winkler. That's my guy. Excerpt from McNeil and Parkins on the score in Chicago. Welcome back. It's Tim and Taos in the morning here on The Fan. And uh, that that is interesting. We, hey, we love our babe Winkleman here. We yep. we really Bort do. Bort Wonkler. <laughs> no, no doubt. Tim Allen, baby Taos. sound like a game show host name. Bill Schmidt. It, it sure does. Uh, let's hit that great Midwest Bank hotline and welcome in our guest from 670 The Score in Chicago, Danny Parkins. Danny, thanks for the time, dude. Yeah, guys, thanks for having me on. All right, so uh, we do sort of know each other mutually through uh, a guy you worked with in Kansas City, uh, Josh Vernier. And, oh, yeah, okay, love Vern. Yeah, and we hang out with uh, Vern every uh, spring out in Arizona, so uh, we understand the type of brotherhood that you and I and, and Josh and Billy here have. So there's sort of a kinship in uh, in, bro- in broadcasting, and uh, so you come well-referenced. Oh, good. Well, I, everything you hear, most of it's true. Okay. okay. <laughs> all right. That's all you can ask for. As long as you're hitting like yeah, 85% of the time, you're all good. Yeah, no doubt. All right. Well, we appreciate you having on Babe Winkleman once in a while down there in Chicago. Yeah, we heard you had our little buddy, uh, our buddy Joe Zenzola on there, uh, our little brother also. Now, now, they don't like to throw jabs, Danny, uh, but we feel like this – Cubs brewer rivalry has gotten a little bit too nice uh, between the fans. So if we're a little bit harsher, we apologize if we come off too strong and mean. Well, I mean, if you apologize on the front end, I don't know if it really comes off as harsh. It is. But uh, don't, don't worry. I'm uh, 168 pounds of all thick skin. So I, I seriously doubt you're going to offend me. All right. The Cubs the team in itself uh, is going to cost me years of my life. And I've said it before. Just I, there's just something about it. My hatred for that baseball team goes well beyond just the baseball game. It is it is going to the point where uh, the Brewers game would be done and the Cubs would be out west. I'm hanging on every pitch, hoping that that team loses. I'm wishing the worst for that team, but I also understand that they're good. And is this a little bit different this year from your perspective, Danny? That uh, you know the Cubs have something really crawling up their tail here well i mean i don't know how different it is i think it's just a different team you know for for years and years the cardinals were the class of the division and cubs cardinals is the traditional rivalry in the division and you know i think all of us who are fans of nl central teams got a little jealous and angry and bitter at the cardinals and now that's the cubs i mean you don't have to go that far back 2015 the cubs won 97 games and were the road team in the one game wild card because the pirates won 98 and the cardinals won 100 so the cubs are not not used to competition in the division it's just they're not usually used to competition in the division from the brewers and what is the what is the feeling down there i mean you take uh talk to to cub fans all the time on the flagship down there what is the sense of of an actual race for this nl central or does it feel like it's pretty locked up down there I think that the Cubs fans see the Brewers as some sort of like pesky annoyance, but not any like sort of real threat, even though cognitively we know that 
they're two games back in the standings and we're sitting here on August 10th or 11th or whatever the day is. And, you know, obviously the Brewers have exceeded expectations. The thing is, is that the Cubs know from the organization on down that if they play to their potential, no one else in the division is even close to them in terms of talent. And that's just a fact. I mean, Anthony Rizzo has underperformed. Chris Bryant has drastically underperformed. They've got nothing from Hugh Darvish, who they spent $126 million on. Uh, Brandon Morrow is on the DL. So, like, their former MVP, their $126 million pitcher, and their free agent closer all have given them way less than expected this year. And they're still on pace for 94 wins and two games mm-hmm. up on the division. So, like, there, there's just a feel, there's a quiet confidence that comes with a World Series and three straight NLCS appearances. You can repeat yeah, no all that. You can just repeat all that. That's music to my ears. That all that all that negative stuff you just said about the team, but you followed up with they're still pacing the ninety four Brewers uh, pacing right around the same mark. Couple of game uh, difference here. But at what point, Danny? Then uh, would the concern get to Cub fans if you can speak on behalf of them? Uh, at what point would it be concerning, what, 20 games left, if it's still a tight race? Is it down to the final week? Does it come down to a couple of head-to-head series? I, I mean, I don't, I don't like to speak on behalf of all Cubs fans. I know that I talk to Albert Almora every week on the show, and he says that they don't even look at the standings in that clubhouse until September 1st. But I go in that clubhouse and I see MLB Network on sometimes. So, like, they're, they're not ignorant to it. And clearly the Brewers are a threat, right? Like the only thing that could have disrupted the Cubs this year from winning the division was injuries and they've had injuries. So it's absolutely possible that the Brewers could overachieve this year and come up and steal the division. I don't think that's going to happen. The Cubs have done very well head to head against the Brewers. Uh, Whenever the Cubs play at Miller Park, it's a home game because there are more Cubs fans there than Brewers fans, and the Cubs get to just drive up there. So It's it's just disgusting. I hate it. I don't want to count at that. I'm sure sure you do hate it. (laughs) I get it. I don't even want to say it's little brother, big brother. It's like big brother, you know, adopted step-nephew. kind of the relationship goes. I mean, listen, it's adorable. It's adorable that the Brewers organization Cubs oh, fans out of Miller Park. Like, it was it was just so cute to think that they could do that by only selling tickets to people with Wisconsin driver's license. Like, it, was, it was an adorable little thing. But, I mean, come on now. Come on. If, 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 so, if, so if I didn't is... like you that much, I, I, want, I would want to punch you. <laughs> well, I mean... Again, thankfully, I'm sitting here in Chicago, and you're there in Milwaukee, so I don't think you have that long of a arm. No, but, you know, no, no. it is like yeah, it's the you guys would admit, right? The, the jabs uh, are coming one way, right? Like the Brewers' Twitter account tries to stunt on the Cubs' Twitter account. The Brewers' organization tries to keep Cubs fans out. Like it's not like the Cubs' organization is concerned with Brewers' fans overtaking Wrigley Field. Like you guys would admit, right? That you you guys are Pepsi in this equation, and the Cubs are Coca Cola, or maybe you guys are more like RC Cola. Oh man, Coca Cola. Like you know, you know what I mean? Like, like that, that that's kind of what it is in terms of the two organizations. And the thing is, I love the Brewers. Like I really do. I, I covered Mustakis in Kansas City. I was there in 2014 and 2015. I covered Lorenzo Cain. I've known Craig Council since like 1996 like you guys are a really really likable team and uh it's just you know a wild card's not bad 
a, a wild card game is not a bad result for this season for the Brewers. It's just adorable, isn't that just isn't adorable? Isn't it so fun yeah, that they get to play baseball? Too. They come in here and they yeah. can dress. They they get their own costumes too, Tim. They get their own costumes with their name on it too. Yep, they get to go to Fantasy Island and and become a baseball team once in a while. Well, whenever I, I go to a Brewers game, I'm always amazed. You speak of costumes, I'm like, man, you guys got a costume Polish and a costume sausage <laughs> and a hot dog and mm-hmm. Bernie yep. Brewer. Yep. It's, like, it's like I'm going to like a knockoff Disneyland with all of the mascots running around. Well, just just wait until they stuff up a Bob Euchre <laughs> head, and then he's walking around too. Yeah, and no, but the 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 good thing about Miller Park is it's it's well. It's well maintained. It's clean, and it doesn't smell like, yeah, I don't know, pee, uh, like some I, I love, parks. I love Miller Park. Miller Park. Miller Park's great. It was, you know, it's a great, great, great stadium. Plenty of room for Cubs fans. Now, I, I don't want to go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go as far as doing this schmaltzy, uh, stupid radio uh, bet between you know radio shows because that that's been overdone, and that that is sort of. So stupid. you want to challenge him to a steel cage match i do i want to challenge him to uh him and mcneil although mcneil the, that 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 guy i i don't know if he'll maintain but we could go into the ring together well you i got... have no i have no interest in a physical altercation with anybody <laughs> okay how about this why don't we get a, a mcneil and tim allen chain smoking marlboro lights competition together i think that would be a good one that people would want to see on facebook i'd Live. win that uh, sure i mean listen to the man, the man's trying, been trying to quit for a long time. I need his voice to to be preserved. But again, like you know, the, the baseball teams, they'll settle it on the field, and I'm sure it will be a great story for the Brewers to win 92 games and host a wild card game. Like I, I'm positive that that is going to be looked at as a successful season in Milwaukee. But right? I, uh, like, am I wrong? Well, no, 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 no. No, and no, honestly, the no, success is from... really going to come once uh, in October. Cub fans come up for a National League Divisional Series. They play two games at Miller Park. They spend all the money that they can, and then they cry and maybe get picked up on the way down Highway uh, 20 in Racine on their way back, crying their tears as they've been knocked pay out of the playoffs. And pay a speeding ticket. Yeah. The, 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 fun, the funny thing is is that you can hear it in your voice. You no, know you don't believe the words you're saying. <laughs> that, that's, the, that's the adorable part. <laughs> hey, like, man, oh, maybe, we maybe, could maybe win maybe it. Cubs fans will boost the GDP of Milwaukee by coming in. For, you, don't, you don't believe what you're saying. Okay, okay. Well, <laughs> what, would, what would have to happen then for the Brewers to overtake the Cubs? Is it just from the Cubs' perspective? So, in other words, the Brewers can't win it. It's only the Cubs can lose it. Man, it's baseball. Any, like anything can happen. Sure, the Brewers could go fifteen of twenty and, and go on a run. Like I, I'm not, I'm not pounding. This isn't the 2016 Cubs. This isn't some sort of overpowering juggernaut that cannot be beaten. Yes, of course, we talk about the from the Cubs' perspective on the home of the Cubs in Chicago to a mostly Chicago audience. You know, so of course we're not spending a lot of time parsing the Brewers' box scores. You know, yeah. like. Mm-hmm. That's not, that's not something that you need to do when the Cubs are leading the division. If the Cubs were four games back in the division, it would be something that would be more necessary, right? Actively rooting against the team that is behind you in the standing or ahead of you in the standings. But as long as the Cubs lead the division, it doesn't matter all that much what the Brewers are doing in their games. Now, that's just, that's just practical, right? Like as long as the Cubs win, they control their path to winning the division. So, what needs to happen? Yeah, I mean, the Brewers need to outplay the Cubs by, what, 
three games over the rest of the course of the season, and I think they've played three more games still in the standings, two or three more games, whatever it is. I don't have it in front of me. But like, so, of course, like as the sample size shrinks, the variance increases. Mm-hmm. That's why a team that wins 85 games uh, in the regular season or 83 games like the lucky Cardinals did all those years ago can win a World Series because you take a 162-game sample and you do it down to a best of seven, a best of five, or even a best of one in a wild card. So like, as we go further into the season and the Brewers are still close – for sure, the Brewers can win, but I think the three of us all know it's not very likely that they will. They've got a shot, but it's not very likely that they will. Well, based on the sample size this year, though, I mean, you spelled it out, Danny, that uh, th- there's been some underachieving in Chicago as well. And so, yes, I think they have just as good a chance, based on this sample size of hundred and almost 20 games here, that this is a dogfight. I mean... Again, okay, that that's adorable. You you can you can you know it's not just as good of a chance. It's it might, you might you might think it's sixty forty. Okay, but you're 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 telling me if I put a hundred thousand dollars on the table and I said you could only pick it up if you pick the division winner correctly, you would put your well, your the shot at a well. Now now we're talking now, money. Yeah, now, now, now you're now, changing the game here, yeah, Danny. Now, this, this is money. Now, this, this isn't just microphone. Now I'm trying this to pay my money. student loan debts here. Now we're really having a conversation. <laughs> well, so that's what I'm saying. Like, if, if, you're, if, you're, if you're talking about this logically, who do you think has the better shot to win the division? Mm-hmm. Don't think it's the Brewers. It's okay to admit. It's okay to be like, damn, we're in the second week of August and the Brewers have – a 35% shot to win the division when before the year it was probably a 10% shot. What a successful season. And the Brewers are like, whatever it is, 70% to make the playoffs. Like, but that's okay. It's okay. to You know, Northwestern basketball made the NCAA tournament for the first year ever last year, and they're going to have a banner in their stadium commemorating it. UCLA only hangs banners when they win a national championship. Kansas only hangs banners when they make the Final Four. It's okay for different organizations and different fan bases to have different definitions of success. Making the playoffs and keeping it close is mm-hmm. a successful season for the Brewers. And we'll Winning a pennant and winning a World Series is a successful season for the Cubs. And We're- we can hang that banner proudly in our adopted stepson apartment yeah. held perfectly up above the garage. Yeah, and we're, we're trying to change the landscape of that at least on the air on the postgame show, that uh, you know it, it is about a World Series title, and it's mm-hmm. not about making a wild card, and it's not about having hell. Uh, you, Danny, we're talking uh, years ago. This this community celebrated a non losing season when they got when they ended up at uh, eighty one and eighty one. So the bar has changed a little bit. Billy and I were in uh, Arizona. We took a drive up to Vegas. We laid down some scratch on uh, on the Brewers to win the NL. Well, now, uh, speaking of money, I've flanked my bet. Yeah, you did. Billy, you want to give the news? Yeah, Danny, uh, as we talk about, you know, trash talking and believing a team's going to be able to get themselves into the World Series and have a legitimate chance to dethrone the Cubs, this man then goes and places a wager about two weeks ago uh, for the Cubs to appear in the World Series. Of course he did. Of course, because the more talented, bigger, stronger big brother is the horse you want to bet on. Hey, man, we got that slingshot. We're about to whip that rock right in someone's head. You don't have to tell us. We're doing Babe Winkleman's show this morning, man. That's what we're doing. 
Bort Wonkler is a fantastic broadcaster, and it's uh, it's cherished air that yeah, and you, you guys can, are on and that I'm on. It's great. And you can check out the rest of his work on uh, the Game Show Network coming up here yeah. at uh, 1030 a.m. Well, Danny, we hope but, to and, do... And by, and by the way, like there, there was really genuine affection for the man and no disrespect in that clip you played. When we had him on, we joked about his name, about how... You know, like if you have a son named Steves, he's destined to be a butler. And if mm-hmm. you have a son named Bart Winkler, it's fairly remarkable that he became anything other than a game show host. I but said it the same thing on the joke. It was not it was not malicious. No, no, no. no, no. I, I thought the same thing when I met him the first time. The boss walked in, and said, hey, Billy, this is our other our, our new guy, Bart Winkler. I said, who? Yeah. Is that his right. real name? Is that a radio uh, name? Right, exactly. You think it's like a Z Morning Zoo yeah. DJ playing the hits. <laughs> That's right. Art Winkler. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. No, but I, I really haven't heard anything outside of just the, the Cub Brewer, you know, a little bit of the rivalry that, that has uh, irked me a little bit. You guys never been personal uh, uh, about anything uh, no, up here. It's It's been about the sports. No question about that. I, I love Milwaukee. Great town. Great beer. Nice people. Huge fan. My, I, my dad's whole side of the family's from Milwaukee. Been well, many times. Yeah, I uh, I'm not a big fan of Chicago, but I wish I wish I could return that uh, sentiment. <laughs> but you know, I grew up in Kenosha, so that's that's kind of the armpit of Chicago. Basically, about. yeah, yeah, like the nose hair. Yeah, and there's, so, I mean, I, there's nothing not to like about Chicago, but that's fine. You know, you, you have the you have the right to a wrong. Well, nine, I, I will say <laughs> right 1975 for a mixed drink is the one thing that I don't like. Well, yeah, speaking of which, we had a couple of beers, a couple of mixed drinks uh, last night, and we were in preparation for uh, this show this morning. We appreciate it, Danny. If uh, if uh, the Brewers do happen to surpass the Cubs, and, and, you know, that's a big if for you, uh, I think it's just a matter of time that this goes back and forth. Uh, we'd be happy to join you guys, throw some game, and go from there. Yeah, I mean, I'm happy to come back on whenever, and when the Brewers pass the Cubs, I'd be happy to return to the show in the year 2032. (laughs) (laughs) Danny Parkins, thanks for the time, man. It's been fun. Yeah, thanks, guys, for having me on. All right. (laughs) There he is on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. You can start your renovation journey with a simple and convenient pre-approval process from Great Midwest Bank dedicated to providing personally perfect home loans to those right here in our community since 1935. Hmm. See how they see how they are. See yeah. that, right? The holier than thou Brewers knock that team down, knock that team down a peg, please, for the love of God, knock that team down. All right, welcome back, Tim and Tausch in the morning here on Sports Radio one hundred five seven FM. The Fan. Good morning. Everything okay? Fantastic. That's good. I'm not even tired, honestly. No. We they're always complaining about oh, wow, it's so in the morning and at the end of it you're so tired. I'm really okay. Oh stop. I've had like one cup of coffee and I'm ready to go. Gosh. Hmm. Um so okay, we're gonna <laughs> reinvent the occupation of our staff members here, our colleagues. Uh did I lose my notes? Okay, so what would uh what would like uh Bart Winkler be? If he didn't do a sports talk show. If Bart Winkler didn't do a sports talk show. Um, but it I, has to do in the world of sports. In the world of sports, so some kind of random, you know, would he be like a... Let's go with equipment manager. Equipment manager. For Bart Winkler, yeah. Equipment manager. 
You'd okay. be a good equipment manager. I'm thinking uh, Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Well, first we could say maybe the chaplain. Oh, yeah. Sundays, come on in, talk to all the guys. Andrew? This week's Plus guest on Faith in the Zone. Steve Sparky Pfeiffer of the Wendy's Big Show, 2 to 6 on 105.7 FM. The fan. <laughs> um, Joe Zenzola. Um, I mean, I, I wouldn't say like water boy. Yeah, probably just water boy. Yeah, probably water boy. Uh, Anthony Mandela here. Anthony Mandela, I could see as like a statistician. Um, sabermetrics guy. Yeah, yeah, be able to you know break down the WRC plus of every player on the team. Bart could also be a beer vendor. Could be a beer vendor. Good beer vendor. Yeah. Chuck Freeman. Chuck Freeman. Oh, wow. I would say, like, NAIA assistant basketball coach. <laughs> perfect. That's perfect. Cody Grant. Well, what do you mean Grant, Alan? I'm, I think he'd be perfect for sports radio. Oh, oh got to be something different. Uh, Granty, uh, Rosie would be a uh, parking lot attendant. Of course, he'd be perfect. That would be good. He could wave the stick and right here in between the lines. For about 50 years, he could hold that job. Yeah, he'd have that one for a long time. He'd be fine with that. Bill Michaels. Bill Michaels, I could see as like a, oh, man. I think like an athletic director. Yeah, like a, like a D2 Minnesota Moorhead or something like that. <laughs> yeah, Mankato State. Yeah, for or sure. Yeah. Okay. Um. Let's see. We got Joe. Let's see. Uh, Gary and Leroy, we already know. Right. I mean, they played, so they, they would yeah. be on the team. But post-retirement, are, are we looking for then? Yeah, maybe. Gary Ellerson. Um, like community. Ah, no, Leroy would be like community outreach. Yeah, head of alumni. Yes, perfect. Gary, I, he could be like an agent or something. I could see that. I could see that. Uh, hey, let's see. Let me make sure you don't get ripped off over here. My good friends at J&J Contractors. Rami Matchlaw. Mascot. Just a mascot for somebody. Yeah. It doesn't, doesn't matter. Or the matter. guy that cleans the crapper. Yeah. Janitor. The Lansing Lug Nuts or whatever. Mascot. The Rancho Cucamongas. Yeah. Um, let's see. Community outreach we covered. Um, how about Polish pipe bomb, Jeff Orlowski? Oh, wow. Drug counselor? Good one. Yeah, he'd be okay. able to do that. Rehab, um, you know, like Josh Gordon. Mayor Mitch? Oh, wow, Mayor Mitch. I'm thinking maybe like a, a board operator for a Brewers game in like Park Falls. For the- I mean, that would work, but isn't it not sports broadcasting? Well, it's sports. Yeah, I guess. What about Mayor Mitch as, like, the clubhouse attendant? That that would work. Like the guy that doesn't get to be the bat boy, that, Mike, but he just, you know, makes sure everyone's jerseys are lined up correct. Mike McGivern? I think Mike McGivern would uh, be really sh- well-suited. For the coach at Village of Manor Park softball team. That would be perfect. I think it would be awesome. <laughs> Uh, Ryan Horvat, uh, on-site betting manager. Yes. So, yes. like when when MetLife Stadium is now having their own 
uh, gambling circus right there on site. That could be run by Ryan Horvath. And then you have Tom Parker, our boss. Oh, wow. I think Tom would be like a really, really good, like, high A-ball manager. Yes. And then you have Tim and Taos. I think we would be in charge of employee sensitivity and relations. Yes. On how to work together and get along as a team. We could could run the seminars before the season starts and make sure that everybody knows that there's... Uh, there's a certain way to talk to your coworkers. You must show respect and understand that their job is just as important as yours. That'll work. That about sums it up. Found You're- everybody a new job. We did here on the fan. Tim and Taos in the morning, served up by Perkins Restaurant and Bakeries, live here in the Bryant and Stratton College Athletic Studios. It's been fun this morning. I've had a ton of fun. Yeah. Just like the best birthday present you could get. It is uh, Baby Taos' birthday. Hanging out so with Tim Allen, Anthony Mandela. Hit up Facebook. On a microphone. Make him feel loved. Yeah, because I don't know what I did. I don't know if I, I hit the wrong setting or something. But no one is telling me that it's my birthday on Facebook. It's starting to scare me. I would here. almost forget. Because if I didn't love myself so much, I would have forgotten saying. that it was my birthday. That's what I'm saying. Uh, that most dudes, it doesn't matter. What do you mean? It, it only matters with their their girl or their wife. They get they get uh, okay, but, but uh, like the cable on sure, demand. Sure, but here's here's where I. I combat that now as a newly single bachelor in in the thriving oh, yeah. city of milwaukee there's no on demand there, there's no on demand so people <laughs> need to know that it is baby Taos bill schmidt's birthday spread the word ladies need to know yes yes you want to give a great birthday present i i know in my 1800 west Grange Avenue. <laughs> I, I, my girlfriend gives great birthday presents tremendous birthday presents present Oh, nice birthday oh, just present. One? Well, yeah, yeah, just one. I'm old. One's good. You get tired after you get tired after opening that first birthday present. I don't even know. <laughs> one one's good for the birthday. Yeah, for that day. You know. Uh, but yeah, so it's well, your you birthday. You like to celebrate the birth week though, right? Well, when you're younger. That's the difference. Millennials, mm-hmm. old guys. Yeah. Yeah. So uh Anthony, good job behind the glass here. Did you have fun today? Yeah, thanks, buddy. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, little man. <laughs> That's uh, I, see. Now we're in we'll charge talk of tonight sport. We're, we're charge in charge of uh, sensitivity mm-hmm. amongst our coworkers and colleagues, and how to get along and work together as one single unit. Sure. Bill Michaels is uh, live from the State Fair on the network today, and so stick around for that. I'm sure he's got a ton to talk about with. The Packers last For night. For sure, no doubt. And, uh, oh, by the way, uh, Bill's yeah probably lost his mind on the Corey Knable thing yesterday. A lot to talk about. That's going to do it for us. Uh, thanks for listening. We do appreciate that. Maybe we'll see you on Monday. Maybe. Otherwise, Chuck and Bart might be back. We'll, might be 6 a.m. Either way, 6 a.m. 6 a.m. Taz and the Moose is off of these airwaves. And there will be a local live sports show here in the city of Milwaukee. Indeed. For Baby Tops, Bill Schmidt, my name is Tim Allen. Have a great day, Milwaukee.
giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 